Would you like to 10X your productivity and stop feeling so overworked and overwhelmed? Welcome to the Extreme Productivity Podcast with New York Times bestselling author and Inc. 500 entrepreneur, Kevin Cruz. I hope you've got paper and pencil handy to take notes because I'm Kevin Cruz and we're going to be talking about what's the right type of notebook to use. But first, I've got to remind you that in the last episode, we talked about how you can concentrate if you're working in one of those noisy open office environments. And this week, I answer Michael's question about the right type of notebook to use. And before we dive in, I just want to remind you, if you haven't done so already, it would mean the world to me if you would just take two minutes to leave a short, honest review on iTunes of the Extreme Productivity Podcast. And when you do that, shoot me an email. I'm at kevin at kevincruz.com. Give me your regular mail address and I'll shoot you out a free gift. Nothing too shabby about that. Hey, okay, I got this email from Michael and he says, I just bought your 15 Secrets book and subscribed to your podcast and really find them totally inspiring and uplifting. Well, thank you, Michael. He says, I had a quick question, and that is you recommend the Moleskine notebooks and field notes journals, but when looking for them online, I found planners with sections for uh, keeping track of your goals, scheduling, and inspiring quotes and such, and wanted to get your take on the benefits of the line blank pages as opposed to the Panda Planner, the Forever Planner, etc. Thanks. Looking forward to your reply, Mike. Okay, Mike, here is the thing. We're you're right. Like, you know, we're talking about actually two different things. So there are notebooks that are primarily designed just for you to take notes in. Uh, those are generally blank pages or pages with just, um, rules, you know, line lines on them to keep your writing straight. Not a lot else, but then there's also all of these planners that are out there. They're kind of like uh, glorified calendars. And with a little Googling or searching on Amazon, I mean, there's all kinds of cool ones. There's the passion planner, one called the Panda planner. Um, a, my good friend, John Lee Dumas has the freedom journal, which came out last year. I just bought for my daughter, who's going away to college an Aaron Condren planner. Now these planners are generally calendars, you know, souped up calendars with lots of extra features, like as you described, some are motivational. So they're going to have wisdom or quotes. Others are going to have day at a glance, week at a glance, uh, month, monthly calendars for you to write in. Some have organizers and places for you to stick your, your recipes or your photos. Uh, some have, um, fancy stickers to put everywhere. It's almost like scrapbookings so that you can plan your life and it looks cool. It looks beautiful. Now, when I talk about the secret, so we're, I've got two important secrets, you know, out of the 15, one is use a notebook. You know, that's the Richard Branson secret to building billion dollar virgin, use a notebook. And I'm not talking about a planner for that. I'm talking about a more or less blank notebook. And I'll come back to that. The planner is more like a calendar, but that is another one of the secrets. You know, stop making to-do lists and put everything on your calendar. Go from being a lister to a scheduler. 
So this comes down to what works best for you. Now, what works best for me is that when you live, when I live from my calendar, when every single thing I want to do has to be in a certain day, time, and duration, what happens is I'm changing it a lot. And if I get real busy today, I'm going to slide something out of four o'clock today to four o'clock tomorrow. And as something comes up for tomorrow, I've got to overwrite what I was going to do at 11 in the morning and move that other one down. I'm so adjusting my daily calendar and I like to live my life in eh, 15 minute chunks, basically, that the paper based calendar is unwieldy to me. You know, it gets it gets messy. My handwriting's messy. I can't write that small. When my calendar, when everything is online, I can use the search functionality. I happen to, to use Google Calendar, has a great search function. So I like an electronic calendar and then a paper-based notebook for taking notes. Now, why do I like a paper-based take notebook for taking notes? Lots of research bigger than this one podcast episode that suggests that we will remember things and process things better if we're handwriting notes than if we're typing it into our laptop or iPad or smartphone. It has to do with the, the, the mechanical motion of writing. We tend to process what we hear and jot it down short form, and that anchors it. When we're able to type, which we can do much faster, we tend to just transcribe, and it doesn't anchor into our, into our uh, memories as well. So that's one reason why I like to write as opposed to type. And then when it comes to the type of notebook you will use to take notes in, it's really a personal choice. I mean, I used to use these bigger accounting notebooks that were hardcover because they were thicker and larger. I could write bigger and I'm looking up right now. I've still got a whole bunch of them on my bookshelf. And in fact, that's another great reason to use a paper notebook instead of electronic. You know, you're creating a legacy for your kids or for others to sort of see what you were doing, what you were thinking, what you were reading when you keep a journal, when you keep a notebook that can be easily found as you store them, uh, old ones up on your uh, on your bookshelf. You know, later I switched to, and it's what I'm using now, is uh, the Moleskine, or some people say Moleskine. Uh, Moleskine is not really the right way to say it, but a lot of people call it a Moleskine um, notebook. It's just a, a soft cover, generally black cover. They've got all kinds of them, though. It's the size, if you take a normal 8.5 by 11 piece of paper and fold it in half, that's the size. And to me, you know, it's it doesn't fit in my pocket, but it's easy to hold in my hand or to stick in my backpack. And I use it like crazy, and I just have a dozens of those up on my bookcase, the old ones. Every six months, I fill one up, uh, maybe three months, and I just put one up on the bookshelf and start another one. That's just a personal preference. The um, James Altucher often talks about how he likes to take notes on waiters' pads. You know, just like these pieces of paper that waiters would use in a restaurant to take down your order. He says they're cheap and it's a fun conversational starter. My problem with the waiters' pads is it's not easy to like stick them on your bookshelf and access them later. I guess you could toss them into a box or something like that. Other people like the, they're called field notes. They're very small and thin and you can stick them in your back pocket or in even your, your, um, breast pocket of a, of a business shirt. I prefer something larger than that, but to each 
his or her own. And, and I used to like the ruled paper because I tend to be a sloppy writer. So I could write, keep my lines straight on the ruled paper. But now I kind of like, uh, I like it being messy. I doodle, I draw pictures, I do word art. So certain words are bigger than others. And I, uh, you know, lines mess all that up. So I just like to use the blank paper. And let me come back to the question about the planners. There's no one right answer. It's whatever works for you. So if you prefer a paper-based calendar, if you like motivational quotes and sayings, if you like goal-setting systems and you want a place to take a lot of notes, hopefully there's a lot of blank pages, then one of these planners might be for you. What I have found is, again, I have found that it's easier to run my calendar online where everybody has access to it and it's easy to make changes. And I like to keep notes in just a blank notebook where there's lots and lots of blank pages for me to use and then stick up on my bookshelf. Mike, thanks for being a fan of the book and the show and for your question. And let me remind everyone out there, hey, if you've got a question about how to achieve extreme productivity or anything else for that matter, just send me an email. I'm at kevin at kevincruz.com. Until next week, remember, master your minutes to master your life. Hey, if you like this podcast, you're going to love the LeadX Academy at leadx.org. If you didn't know, LeadX is actually my company, and we have dozens of video-based courses that are designed to help you to achieve your full potential. And I personally teach you courses via video like how to cure procrastination, how to stop time thieves, how to cut your email inbox traffic in half, how to get to inbox zero with the 4D habit, how to minimize your meeting time, and how to maximize your focus and energy and so much more. And every month we're adding new courses, new webinars, and new resources. You could check it all out, no cost. There's a free trial at leadx.org. Until next week, remember, we all have the same 1,440 minutes a day. Master your minutes to master your life.